Welcome to the Eerie First Podcast, the weekly message series featuring Pastor Nicole Schreiber. Here's a question for you. How forgetful are you? How often do we forget the things that we swear we'll never forget? We all do it, and we do it all the time. Today we're going to discuss why it's so important to remember the blessings and faithfulness of God. In a world turned upside down, we can easily be overwhelmed and forget all the times that God has been there for us. And we need to remember those times because God is looking to be there for us again. Today, we're joined by Pastor Allison Saring, and she's going to walk us through one of the most important times that God directed his followers to remember his protection and his blessing. Let's get started today. Here's Allison Saring. Well, good morning, Erie First family. I am so glad that you came to church this morning. Uh, in Chi Alpha World, we are currently virtual, and so I see students on our weekly service on a screen. So it is so nice to see actual faces here this morning. It has blessed my soul already. And while I was on the drive-in this morning, God just felt really humbled and blessed that I get to be a part of this church family. And so to start out this morning, I wanted to give you a little sneak peek into my childhood. How many of you growing up maybe collected something of some sorts, an object, a toy, a card, something? Maybe you have children or grandchildren that are into collecting a certain toy or stuffed animal. Maybe to this day, you still have part of your collection tucked away in your garage or your attic because it was just that special to you. You cannot part ways with whatever it was. Um, Growing up, I definitely was a collector. I had a Beanie Baby stuffed animal collection that rivaled some of the best. Um, In my 10-year-old philosophy, um, there was always room for one more (laughs) Beanie Baby on my bed somewhere. Uh, I was also a Barbie collector. That one I fell into accidentally because I had an aunt that would not stop buying them for me. But out of all the things that I collected when I was younger, I probably think my most prize collection was my rock collection. And for those of you out here who do know me pretty well, that might shock you or surprise you. And I don't blame you because I don't look like the rock collector type of girl. But let me tell you, I had so many rocks, different colors, shapes, sizes, textures. I would gather them anytime I went out there. There was this little park by my house that I would just beg my parents to take me to so I could go rock hunting or fossil hunting. And reflecting now in my adult years, I think what I like most about collecting rocks wasn't necessarily about the rocks themselves. Yes, I did love the variety of colors and shapes and sizes, um, but what I really valued most was the memory, was the moment I would forever have associated with that rock. I, I love looking at my rocks and remembering who I was with and where I got it from, what adventure we were on, and, and well, um, what happened while we were there. Because I didn't want to forget, so I took a, home, a rock home with me because to me, it told a story. And to this day, I still do this, but with a variety of other seemingly ordinary objects, I've kept sand from the shores of Lake Nicaragua in South America, a leaf from a bush in Disney World's Magic Kingdom. I don't think they're going to miss that leaf. Um, A ticket from the metro system in Istanbul, Turkey, and an acorn from a retreat that changed my life. So ordinary objects, but ones that hold moments and memories 
stories and testimonies. And I believe one of the greatest human weaknesses is that we are forgetful. That is why sticky notes were invented. That is why we have Siri on our iPhone. That is why Facebook tells us when our loved one's birthdays are. And this is something I've been thinking about a lot lately. Forgetting just doesn't affect us in the natural, but it also affects us in the spiritual. And what scares me more than forgetting um, an important meeting or a friend's birthday is forgetting who God is and what he has brought me through. That's what scares me more. And in our human nature, we are prone to forget. There, there is something supernatural that happens when we take time to remember who God is and what he has done for us. And God knows in our humanness that we will forget what he has done. In Deuteronomy 6.12, we see God has the prophet Moses issue a final warning to Israel, who is God's chosen people, before they begin their journey to the promised land. And this is what it says. He says, be careful that you do not forget the Lord who rescued you from slavery in the land of Egypt. So I want to ask you, what might that verse look like for you this morning? Be careful not to forget the Lord in the healing he has given you. Be careful not to forget the Lord in the marriage he has faithfully restored. Be careful not to forget the Lord in the job he provided you when you didn't know how you were going to pay your bills. Be careful not to forget the Lord in every single moment he has held you during a panic attack or a dangerously dark night. Be careful not to forget the Lord and who he put in your life that led you to Jesus or led you back to Jesus. Be careful not to forget. Because remembering the past gives us confidence for the present and hope for the future. I'm going to say that again. Remembering the past, it gives us confidence for the present and it will give us hope for the future. And I want to take a moment to fast forward about 40 years from the book of Deuteronomy to the book of Joshua, where God um, knew that remembering the past would give Israelites confidence for the present and would also give them hope for the future. And here the Israelites, they are still on their journey to the promised land. They've been wandering in the wilderness for 40 years, um, complaining, forgetting all that God has done for them and all that he promised he would do. And the mantle of leadership was passed down from Moses to Joshua. And God tells Joshua that in order to reach the promised land, they're going to have to cross the flooded Jordan River. And I don't know about you, but that is impossible odds in my book. But I'm going to tell you the ending of the story first. So this is the spoiler alert to the story. But God, he parts the river and Moses and the Israelites walk across on dry ground into the land that was promised to them. God showed up again as faithful and as good and kind. He showed up as a provider and a promise keeper time and a time and again. And God knew that this moment of them crossing the Jordan River would be supernatural. It would hold such significance remembering this moment for the Israelites. And at the same time, God knew that in their human nature, the Israelites would soon forget, they could soon forget what God did for them, that he brought them across the Jordan River on dry ground. So look at what Joshua had, or look what God had Joshua do in, in Joshua 4, verses 4 through 7. It says, Joshua called the 12 men he had appointed from the Israelites, one from each tribe, and said to them, go over before the ark of the Lord your God into the middle of the Jordan. 
Each of you is to take up a stone on his shoulder according to the number of the tribes of the Israelites to serve as a sign among you. In the future, when your children ask you, what do these stones mean? Tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. And when it crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. These stones are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. So up on the screen, I'm just going to put a picture, an art depiction of what that might look like from Joshua chapter 4. So God is going, you're going to forget this. And and you can't afford to forget this moment because you're going to need this moment when I brought you across the Jordan River. You're going to need to look back on this moment to have confidence in the present and hope for the future. So take a rock, take something that you will remember. And I'm not just not talking about a little pebble here. That's what you did get on your way in. But the scripture says it was a rock so large that they needed to put it on their shoulder in order to carry it. And God knew that this moment, this story, this miracle, this testimony in the lives of, would be so monumental in the lives of the Israelites and for generations and generations and generations to come. He knew it would be foundational for their faith. He knew it would spark their awe and wonder of who their God was. He knew it would fuel their future obedience. He knew it would help drive their devotion. They were stones of remembrance. And stones of remembrance, they aren't just something Old Testament things, but but they are things that we need right here, right now in 2020. And now I don't expect you to go stack rocks in your backyard every single time God does something good or proves himself faithful in your life, but, but we can't afford to forget. And it can be hard to remember because remembering does not come naturally, right? It it doesn't come naturally. There will always be a million trillion other things that are buying for our memory space. And that's why we have to practice remembrance. That is why we have to be intentional. That is why we have to fight our forgetfulness. We have to fight our forgetfulness. We have to fight for getting God's goodness when life doesn't always look too good, right? We have to fight for getting God's faithfulness when we find ourselves in less than ideal circumstances. We have to fight for getting God's kindness when we look at a hurt and broken and, and confusing world. We have to fight for getting God's provision in the past when we can't see how he's going to provide right now in the present or how he's going to provide in the future, And we have to fight for getting God's promises when things aren't happening according to our plan or according to our timeline. So I want you to take a moment right now and think, what do you have to fight from forgetting? Because something in the present is clouding your view of who God is. What is that thing? What is going on currently, presently in your life that is helping, that is like causing you to forget uh, who God is and what he has done in your life? Because the enemy knows remembering does two things, and I'm going to share those two things with you, but it's the enemy's plan to get you to forget who God is, what his character is, what his nature is, what he has done for you, and he does it in the most sneaky and subtle of ways. Because the enemy knows that remembering does two things. One, it provides hope for the future, and two, it's a testimony to draw the lost and the broken and the hurting people in our world. 
And so I'm going to read a few verses later in Joshua 4, 21 through 24. And I've already read something similar to this in the beginning part of chapter 4, but it was so important that, that it was echoed again. So we're reminded, it says, In the future, when your descendants ask their parents, what do these stones mean? Tell them, Israel crossed the Jordan on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the Jordan before you until you have crossed over. The Lord your God did to the Jordan what he had done to the Red Sea when he dried it up before us until we had crossed over. He did this so all the people of the earth might know that the hands of the Lord is powerful and so that you might always fear the Lord your God. So remembering provides hope for the future. For, for yourself and, and for generations to come. Because God knew that the future children born in the promised land would want to know what these 12 huge stones were just doing, chilling in their neighborhood, right? And, and God goes, when they ask, tell them. Tell them a story. Tell them something about God's goodness and his faithfulness. And, and these stories would lead to conversa conversations and provoke more questions about who God was. These stones would tell the story of God. These stones would tell the story of God. And recalling the past for the Israelites and each generation to come would provide them that hope for the future. And it's important to remember because future generations, they are depending upon our testimonies. They are depending upon our stories. They're depending on us remembering those moments where God showed up. And as I look across this room right now, I see people but, but I also see stories, and I see testimonies, and I see miracles because I have heard them from the people in the spiritual house. And I want to encourage us as a church body to, to regularly recall those stories, to regularly recall those stories. Like, don't leave these stories or these stones just stacked up in your backyard for decoration. Share those stones. Share those stories with somebody. Adults who have been walking this faith journey for many more years than I have. Um, us young adults and the youth in this place need to hear what God has done in your life. And young adults and youth, if you do not know somebody besides your parents that are at least 10 to 15 years older than you in this place, go make a friend. Go meet somebody new because we can share together what God's faithfulness looks like across the generations because that's what keeps the church body alive. That's what keeps the church body ready for what God wants to do next. It will give Erie First Assembly the confidence for the present and it will give Erie First Assembly the hope for the future. The second thing that the enemy knows remembering does, he knows remembering gives us a testimony to draw the lost. Because remembering isn't just supposed to be for the people who already know Jesus Christ. But scripture says that remembering, the things that we remember, they will be a testimony to those who do not yet know him. And that all the people of the earth, that they might know that the hand of the Lord is powerful. And it's important to remember because it will be a part of our witness to the world. It'll be a part of our witness to the world at school or at your job, at the grocery store. If there's an opportunity that arises to recall God's goodness and faithfulness in your life, 
I don't know about you, but I, I want to be ready to share it. I want to have those moments so close to my heart, so close to my spirit, that it takes me no time to recall and to share a moment. And, th and there might be hundreds of stories across this room that, that haven't been unearthed in years. But, but maybe that's the story that God wants to use to bring somebody else into the kingdom. We have to fight to remember because lost souls in our world can't afford for us not to. Revelation 12:11 reminds us that they triumphed over him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. It's the hardest to remember testimonies when we are going through things in our lives that, that we honestly would rather forget, right? The hard, the challenging, the disappointing, the, the traumatic things. And, and it's no secret that 2020 hasn't exactly been a joy ride. Um, you not even sure if you can get toilet paper at the store. You know, 2020 hasn't been easy, and, and that's no secret. But um, I'm not exactly sure what this year has brought for each of you. And truthfully, even if we weren't in the middle of a pandemic, I can guarantee that there would be other things that would come across our past that would have challenged us, that would have discouraged us, that would have been hard for us, that would have made us question, God, are you who you say you are? And we can't afford to forget how good and how kind and how faithful God has been in the middle of this season of the world and in the middle of this season of our lives. And so this morning when you walked in, uh, you picked up a stone, and I want you to take a moment and, and just hold that in your hand. I want you to recall maybe one or two moments, stories, or testimonies where, where God showed up. Maybe not in the way that you thought he would, but nonetheless, he showed up. He led you through a river on dry ground. He showed up good. He showed up kind. He showed up faithful. Take a moment to remember. Fight your forgetfulness, even if there are things currently in your life right now that are hard and that are messy and that are confusing. Because the enemy might be wanting to use those things that you, so you forget how good God is. And as you notice, we have uh, just two tubes of stones up here. Uh, the first service already filled them halfway for you. Uh, but these tubes of stones are representing God's faithfulness, God's goodness, God's kindness in this spiritual house. And just like the Israelites, when they would look at their stones and would remember that they did not cross the Jordan River on their own ability, on their own strength, us here at Erie First will be able to look at these stones and remember the things that God has brought us through, not because of our own strength, not because of our own abilities. So again, this morning, I want us to take some time to remember what are our own Jordan River moments in our own stories that we need to remember, that we need to remember so we can have confidence in the present and hope for the future, that we need to remember so lost souls in our world can be drawn and can be brought into the kingdom, can be brought into the family. They are depending on our remembrance. They are depending on our testimonies. 
What are you forgetting? Where has God shown up that the enemy wants you to forget? And so if you're willing to participate, here's what we're gonna do. Uh, during the next song, first thing, take a moment to remember. Take a moment to remember. And when you're ready, I want you to be able to put on your mask. We're gonna be able to social distance uh, to be able to do this. And I want you to come on down and put your rock in this clear tube. And if you came in this morning and you weren't able to get a rock, there'll be a little basket up here that you can grab one from. But we are going to visually witness God's faithfulness across this room in, in every season of life. And we as a church family, we're gonna collect these stones together to remember that even here, God showed up. Even here in the middle of whatever situation, God is showing up. Even in the middle of a pandemic, even in the middle of 2020, God is still showing up. It, it, it's, it's a fact, it's a non-negotiable. God is still showing up. And Israel's story, it's our story. It's, it's our story. So let's not forget, but this morning, let's take time to remember as a church body. So thank you.
Thank you for listening to the Erie First Podcast. If you like this podcast, please give us a rating and a review at Apple Podcasts and share it with your friends. You can find all our series videos and podcasts at eriefirst.org, along with all our latest news, announcements, and information. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time.